Fox Sports Knoxville is proud to present the show that the fans deserve. I'd consider myself a realist, all right, but in philosophical terms, I'm what's called a pessimist. The show that the city needs. This town deserves a better class of sports radio. And we're going to give it to them. This is Talk Sports. Leave one wolf alive and the sheep are never safe. Back in the booth, back on the airwaves, coming at you live from the White Claw Hard Seltzer Studios. John Reed, Cody Mack, Cam Black, as we kick off this Thursday, February 23rd edition. How are you, Cody? Splendid. I am splendid. I am dandy. Good to be here. Good to be anywhere. Fine Thursday we have. Magnificent. Excellent. Superb. You all right over there? I'm okay. I really about called the show off today, honestly. Going to start calling you Allergy Al. At about 9.30, I was about to uh, send a text out that said, boy, is this ain't, uh, this ain't happening for me today. But Well, you could try to call it off, but you know what they say about me and Cam? We'll take off, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll fight through it. So here we are. Cam, how are you? Doing well, doing well. Um... Great weather, like Cody said. It's a nice couple days. This was nice. This was a nice this change of pace. This has been wonderful. It's a nice change of pace. It's been get wonderful. Get some sun, get outside, do whatever people do outside. Walk. Yeah, that's a walk. good one. That's I went for one. a walk yesterday. How was that? Movement. Movement's forward, good. Forward movement. I did a lot of movement the past two days, and I'm really sore today. Mm. What have you been doing? Uh, I did Let my longboarding. Yoga. No. Long morning. I did my long boarding on Tuesday, and I played dodgeball yesterday. And there was a lot more girls than usual, so I was I was showing off a little bit. So I was going a little harder than usual, and now I'm paying the price. Did that pay off? Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. I actually knew a couple of the girls that showed up, and they were like, Oh, I haven't seen you in forever. And they're like, You're so good at dodgeball. I was like, Oh, wow, thank you. Thank you. Yes, I am. They call me Cam the Dodgeball Man. You know I'm on the radio, too. That's what you should have said. <laughs> did you get outside yesterday, pal? I did not. I had to uh, go talk more into a microphone yesterday. <laughs> In another windowless room? In another windowless room. <laughs> and then I uh, played some trivia, and that was it. Well, that was trivia. I didn't do so well. No good. Not a good night for your boy. No. Same place as usual? No, I switched it up from time to time. It was no good last night. Mm. That was on me. I didn't have a good performance. But no sunshine for me. No sunshine. No. I wish I would have done some sunshine, but I might be dead with allergies. Had I actually done it, so I'm glad that I am... uh, at least feeling a little bit better right now at the moment. This morning was rough, but today feeling a little bit better. I've heard that they make uh, shots you can take for allergy. I'm not taking the, any Yeah, those shots. aren't worth it. I took those <laughs> growing up. 
Just not useless. Takes me anymore. No, yeah, they got me with the vaccine. Uh, <laughs> I'm not doing it again. I don't trust those at all. It's yeah. not worth it. Pulled pulled the wool over our eyes with that damn vaccine. <laughs> they hurt. They don't help. Stop the spread. Again, I just go to concerts. I'm like, all right, I'm ready <laughs> to go back to concerts. Yeah, here I go. Chip me up. We're all such good sheep when it comes to things we want to do. Not all of us. Not well, all of us. no, not all of us, but some of us stood strong. Yeah, but I was like, I want to despite go to this ridicule. Yeah, I said I want to go to this concert, so I, <clears throat> I did it. You're required to be vaccinated to enter this event. Okay. Which even now in 2023, yeah, like uh, my my Adele <clears throat> concert in a couple weeks, they're still really requiring that you be chipped up. Hmm. Which is kind of wild to me in 2023, but either way. I saw that the uh, Colbert show finally let the audience take their masks off. That was good. You watched the Colbert show? I saw it the other night. Bernie was on there. I told you about that. Oh, okay. I remember you talking about Bernie, but I don't remember where you said It was on the Colbert show, yeah. Gotcha. They finally let him take the masks off. Hmm. Flu going around us when we need them on, I guess. Again, either way, whatever. Everybody's good. Cam good. Cody good. Yep. Yep. Just focusing on my steps right now. Right now? Trying to get my steps in. Well, not right now. Right now, you're sitting still. Right now, I have to just sit here. Are you standing and stopping your feet a little bit? (laughs) No. I got some new shorts yesterday. You got some new shorts yesterday. My mom got me some pants for Christmas. Uh huh. And I told you about these pants that were so so big. embarrassing. They were like size fifty. They, they <laughs> I mean, you know, mom. Uh, you know, she had good intentions and everything, but these pants were. She's probably so mad listening right now. These pants were as wide as a twin bed sheet, basically. Well, like, and, don't be mad at her. Well, I'm not that big. I'm big, but I mean, these pants were like, you know. I, I would say that if mom's listening, just next time, just text and ask what size. Well, she, it, it's was like she I said. surprise you with pants? Yeah, like I said, she wanted to get me a gift. It was good intentions, and so she just ordered it. But but she knows I can't really wear things when you order them, but I guess she was going to give it a shot. And anyway, so now it's been my responsibility to take these pants back. And so yesterday I finally took them back because she got them for me for Christmas. You know, it had been almost two months. And I said, I need to take these pants back before they stop honoring the return. Sure. So I took them back. Very close to Christmas. And she bought them for Christmas and bought them like a week early. Your 60 days might already be expired. Well, I didn't know if it was 30 days, 60 days, 90 days. Mm-hmm. So I guess they extended it, the lady told me. So anyway, I got the pants back, and they gave me a gift card for the pants. And I said, well, I'll just turn around and spend the money here again instead of leaving and coming back some other time. And sure. I'll get me some new shorts. Practical. Mm-hmm. So. What store are we talking about? Belk. Belk. Okay. So I got me some new shorts. I got some of these frat shorts that are like. Are you wearing cargo shorts? Well, they're, they're these Columbia. They're like the soft feel. Uh huh. They're frat shorts, is what they look like. They're frat shorts. That's what they remind me of. But I like that they're I don't short. I see a lot of frat guys in cargo shorts. 
these are a different. It's a different kind of. They're wearing cargo Columbia. shorts in 2023. <laughs> What's in the pockets? Yeah, what do you got in there? Actually, cargo has come back a little more than you. I know you don't keep up with the trends, but <clears throat> cargo hasn't come back. It's come back a little bit, actually. <laughs> with whom? Cody. <laughs> with uh, people who know trend the local with whom? The trends. With whom? I don't know if it's who or whom, but it's whom. Um, anyway, I thought you they can't just say it's come back and not tell me. We just read about it the other day. That cargo shorts are coming back. You're talking to a guy that's got Riz. I know you don't have it, but I got it. So, listen, Clearly. I tried to get some shorts because my legs are short. In there, Napoleon Dynamite. Excuse me. You got any uh, tater tots in there, Napoleon Dynamite? My legs are short, so I wanted to get some that come above the knee. A little bit, because uh-huh. normally when I wear shorts, they look baggy because my legs are so short, and so they hang below the knee, and that's not in style anymore. That's not trendy to wear below the knee. It's not 2002. So I thought I'd get these shorts. All the fitting rooms in there were out. They, they just wouldn't let you try shorts on. <laughs> the fitting rooms were down. I don't know how a fitting room could be down, but it was down. Fitting room maintenance. I guess everybody was at lunch. I don't know. And so I just got the size that I thought would work, and they're a little tight. They're a little little bit small. So now you got to get your steps in to so, get yeah, the shorts. So now I have to get in these shorts. That's a, da- that's a dangerous game. I can barely pull these shorts over my belly. They're a little little tight. I feel like I'm good. You, you know when you get shorts on that are too tight and you can feel your bulge just kind of happened to me yesterday. Protruding. <laughs> like I've just got this. Somebody could just run their hand over it here, and I've got just this huge, massive bulge just protruding through these shorts. Anyway, I'm afraid I'm going to bust the seams out, but I did get a new pair of shorts, and they're comfortable. They just I need to lose about you know a few more pounds to get in them. Stand up, let's see them. So yeah, I got a. They're. they're I you said they were short. Well, they are. Not short. They come only down to your knees. I have short legs. What are you wearing under them? They're an eight-inch inseam. Does your underwear come down to your knees? Those are my underwear. They come all the way down to your knees? I told you I have short legs. That's why. See, I got to have something that. See, normally though, I would wear them above the belly. I would wear them kind of like that, you know. But they're a little tight if you do that. I'm amazed that you consider those short shorts. They come down past your knees. That's why I, normally they go down even further, though. I'm I can't. They're an eight-inch inseam. What are they supposed to look like? I mean, eight-inch should not come past your knees. So I mean, maybe. Well, I have very short legs. So I'm maybe you have, you. yeah, maybe you have, I'm trying to just, tell you this. It's maybe a, you just absolutely have no thigh. I don't know. <laughs> I ain't got no thigh. It's a problem. I got a thick thigh, but not a long thigh. <sighs> I think I'm deformed. They're long enough to where you, when you're sitting in that chair, the leather's not up against your skin there. The leather? Yeah, the shorts I wore yesterday, mine were five inch inseams. And I got to, if I start, oh. if I bring those back to the, you know, bring them back out this spring and summer, I'm going to have to bring like a towel or something to put down because my legs were sticking to the leather here on the chair and I was getting a little irritated yesterday. Is that what's in style? Is the five inch inseam? You know, if you're, if you're, That's trending a little bit on. Uh, you know, like seventies basketball, isn't it? I mean, if you're in there, it depends. Do you lift or not? Because I mean, if you're in there hitting leg day, then yeah, the five inch you can pull it off. Every day is leg day for me. Yeah, every day is leg yeah. day. 
I don't really have to do legs because, mm-hmm. you know, when you carry around this much weight, your legs stay pretty strong. I mean, look at these calves. Calves do look good. Pretty solid. You feel confident? I've never had legs. I wish I had legs. Because I have... I'm amazed at how short your your thighs must be. My my <laughs> legs altogether are just short. I have a tall, like, midsection, like torso. I don't know why my legs got so short. I think that's my... The thing that I wish I had most is legs. There's probably some guy out there right now that lost his legs in the war, and he's he's like... <laughs> He's like, yeah, you really, you really know, buddy. Let's go to break. Let's talk sports on Fan Run Radio. Back in the White Claw Hard Seltzer Studios. Only 100 calories. And a lot of delicious flavors that you could try. Pick up a variety pack of White Claw Hard Seltzer. Please drink responsibly. Story of the day in sports, I reckon, is just the continued evolution of the Brandon Miller storyline. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I got to say. Are we sure he's not the shooter? Because got to say like last, one night, last night. Yeah, last night was about as good a performance as you could have facing the amount of pressure and ridicule that he was facing and uh, you know I'm not saying that he's overcoming some adversity that's been bestowed upon him because we're well documented in thinking that he brought this kind of on himself Mm -hmm. but as fans were chanting lock him up lock him up he (laughs) delivered 41 points in a an emphatic performance from him and they needed all of them he had 41 points he had 41 points jesus so that i saw that uh, i saw that alabama barstool account tweeted like can't wait for brandon miller to go off for 40 tonight and people were making fun of him like oh way to you know put yourself behind a guy at a murder scene or whatever but also Mm -hmm. like yeah and then 40 is a type of gun as well right like a 40 cal it's the whole thing right yeah yeah, (laughs) yeah yeah they were they were clowning him for it and then he literally goes for 40 that, uh... Yeah, and he also hit a layup with four seconds left in regulation to tie the game, to send it into overtime, and then he hit the game winner in overtime to win by two. And he also took nine steps on a, uh, a travel. <laughs> he but, did. Uh... He did do that. He did do that. That was a clear travel. I don't know how they missed that, but I found myself just kind of being amazed at the mental makeup. Yeah. We know he's really talented. That's the reason Alabama's standing behind him. That's the reason Nate Oates is thoughts and praying, you know, his way into letting him to continue to play. And then you saw it last night, like, why? But, again, you could be talented and not be mentally strong. It'd be very easy to be rattled by your life Potentially crumbling around you, although it seems like he's going to be okay. Seems like the rest of his team was more rattled than he was <laughs> the way they played. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean like they're 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 going to have that extra energy brought onto them, but you know they have what one road game at most left. Probably there's only two games left in the mm-hmm. regular season, so can't imagine both of them are on the road. They play Arkansas at I guess home they got three. Saturday. I guess they got three games left. Yeah, they play Arkansas Saturday at home. 
Arkansas at home. Uh huh. And then so they I, probably have one road game left after that. They, yeah, at least. <clears throat> yeah, unless their last two are on the road. I'd be surprised I don't, if both. Yeah, so they got Arkansas on Saturday, home against Auburn in the season at A and M. So A and M, I would imagine those people are going to give him some hell. But once yeah. they survive that, like they won't be on you know on road on the road anymore. Mm-hmm. Then it'll just be tournament time. I mean, he's a guy that's clearly got the killer mentality. <clears throat> Maybe he's the next big killer in the NBA. Brother check his I, I don't even mean for there to be the pun there. I just yeah, uh, shut up. Yeah, I just think, <laughs> I just think. I mean, well, I mean, for, like you said, the mental focus to go out there and do that with a lot of pressure on him. That is kind of the killer mentality. Oh, no, it is. It is. <clears throat> and like I said, I came away just disgusted that he's playing because like this has to violate some team rules somewhere. Like we talked about how Trey Wallace said he found five like mm-hmm. violations of their code of conduct. Like this has to be a What are you talking about, code of conduct? It's Alabama, baby. I, I understand, but like <clears throat> bringing a loaded gun to uh, the yeah, strip has yeah. to be against some rules there. Yeah, like Cam Robinson, he had a loaded gun, I, didn't he? I mean, you at least have to get suspended. We had Tyler Smith and them boys get suspended of, off our basketball team for getting caught riding around with a gun. So, like, you would think that like everyone on the team got in trouble for at least a little bit there, if I remember correctly. Clearly, we need a better police department to be hand in hand with the university. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, but again. Tuscaloosa PD said, Brandon Miller did what? I didn't see anything. You have to be impressed with the mental makeup and the the way that he responded to his adversity that he kind of created himself, of course, but still. Well, the mental makeup, I guess, was good last night, but then you look at his decision-making uh, a few weeks ago. So, yeah, I don't know. And that wasn't was good. Best thing. Also, uh, worth noting, good to see South Carolina playing well here as we head into uh, – they took Alabama to overtime last night. We play them Saturday, of course. <clears throat> Woohoo! <laughs> then, you know, you watch the game – Last night, you see the highlights, you read about his performance, you see the, you know, two clutch baskets. You see the poster, you see the posterization he had of two South Carolina. Yeah. You see that dunk? Yeah. Just, I assume you did not see the dunk, Cody. I didn't watch the he, game. He jammed all over two guys early in the first half or about midway through the first half. And you're just like, oh my God. Like, the. the you're like, yep, that's a, that's a top five pick. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, it was, a, it was an amazing dunk. So you knew it was kind of locked in at that point. Kind of wish we had him. Yeah, yeah. We would have kept him out of trouble. He probably doesn't become Brandon Miller. <laughs> no, he's probably suspended here. He's probably he probably falls through the second round. He's probably afraid the, to shoot. He's probably sitting out on the hip flexor. <laughs> yeah, scared to shoot. Imagine having a guy like that though. Well, that's the five star we all want. Yeah, yeah. Like those yeah, are the type him. of five stars you all want. Like they're very rare, but then when they are good and you see them, you're like, man, it'd be really cool mm. to have one of those. <laughs> Having a guy like him just out there dominating. I would trade a local woman's life, probably, just a random woman, for to have him dominate on our team. I don't guess you have any women up here that you're very close with. A couple. What if it was one of them? 
No, no, no one I know. Just a random woman, right? But I would, I would, random they're, implies they're going to be know. close to somebody. <laughs> I would trade one life to have our basketball team, right? Dominate. But they're going to be close to somebody. Yeah, no, and it is sad when you put it that way. But yeah, you know, I mean, it's, uh, it's part of the game. But well, I was going to say <laughs> that after the game, you know, you're you're you know, come on, I lead by saying I'm impressed with his mental makeup and the way he responded and mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. But then you did see the AL.com article that interviewed the fallen victim, Jamea Harris. They interviewed her stepfather. And he had some really strong words about Nate Oates and his comments and kind of put things back in perspective a little bit. And you know, he talks about how now he is tasked with and committed to raising her five-year-old son that is motherless. Oh, jeez. Yeah, and how, like, you know, he came home from school talking about... Really bringing me down here. Mama's up in heaven with the MLK, because he was learning about MLK, I guess, around MLK Day. But, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, he talks about how much that ripped him up and everything. And then he's like, you know, then I had to hear Nate Oates and his comments. Mm. And... Boys will be boys. Is that what he said? Did he say he didn't say co- boys college? Boys. Kid, he said something like that. He said college guys will do things. He pretty close to boys. No, yeah, it, boys. it wasn't that exact line, but that was the mentality he had. And you know, the whole "oh shucks," well, we can't control what they do outside of practice and yeah. you know how boys are. Yeah, yeah, basically, that's kind of saying the same thing. Well, it is sad that someone died over the deal. Yeah, the the stepfather said that the Alabama season is covered in her blood. Oh, jeez. Yeah. That's a little mm-hmm. dramatic. Eh, I mean, again, it depends if it's the person in your life and how you would feel. The red is the right color. I would probably feel bad about it. Yeah. I probably wouldn't be happy either. Yeah. You know. Or I, I don't know. Maybe I'd just think, eh, wrong place, wrong time. You I know? thought Miller's attorneys putting out statements was weird. Did you see the statement that the yeah. attorney put out? Yeah, they tried to do a little PR I, clarification. I thought, I thought, like, when I was reading, I was like, okay, the lawyer is putting out the statement who's trying to paint Brandon Miller in a better light. He's going to say, hey, he didn't know there was a gun because it was covered up by the guy's other stuff, right? Like, that's how mm-hmm. the first part of the statement was. Like, a gun was in a bag, and it was in the back, and he didn't know. But then... As he went on in the statement, he's like, yeah, he got a text asking him to bring the gun. And I'm like, whoa. So he is acknowledging that, yeah, my, my client was just bringing his friend his gun. Because I thought it was just going to be like, hey, come back and pick me up. Or, hey, come bring in my bag. And then Brendan Miller, you know, got there and didn't know it was a gun. And yeah, that's why he didn't get charged. But, no, the lawyer straight up said, like, yeah, no, he texted me, texted my client saying, hey, bring my gun back. So the basically the lawyer said that. Brandon Miller never touched the gun. Just said Brandon Miller gave his teammate a ride to the strip, or you know whatever bar area there. I, I think it was the strip. Yeah, it was the strip. Gave him a ride to the strip. The gun was in the back seat with some other stuff. Brandon Miller dropped him off, went on to like get dinner somewhere, and was like not going to, was not going to like be involved with what they were doing out at, at night. Like he was just dropping them off. Said he got a text that said, hey, around 12, 1230, I was like, hey, can you bring my gun back? And Miller's like, I'm busy right now, but I'll be back. I'll be through in like an hour. Mm-hmm. And then came. He didn't know what it was going to be used for or anything. Well, like that's that. what the lawyer's trying to say. Yeah. But, yeah, like, but also he says he never touched the gun. 
Yeah, no, he's saying he never touched it. trying to figure out if he brought it to him. How did he not touch it? Well, I think he just drove the car, and it was in the yeah, backseat of the car. And the like, car. He probably touched the bag. I would say no. I would say yeah. that whenever he pulled up, they came and got it out themselves. They said Miles told the other dude, like, hey, the gun's wherever it is in the car. And the other guy get, the came heat's and in got the, hat. the gun out. Yeah. yeah. I, I would say that, yeah, they went, and he went and got it out of the backseat, and Miller just kind of pulled up. And, you know, I've done, you know, I think everyone's kind of done that where they – Driven yeah. to a friend's house or something, and like you open the trunk or you open the back seat and grab a bag or something. Like, yeah. Yeah, not, yeah, not all of them have a loaded gun that gets used for murder, but I'm saying, yeah. if I'm so driving it to you, I'm not parking the car, getting your stuff, and then handing it to you. You can come get it out of your car. Come yourself. out there and get it right. Yeah. yeah. Well, maybe that's that's what I. Mean. Why was it in his Brandon Miller's car in the first place? He was giving him a ride, and it was with his, <clears throat> I guess, with his rest of his stuff in a bag. So did it, Brandon Miller not know about the gun initially? That's the way, like I thought the statement was going, but the lawyer says in the statement that he texted him and said, "Hey, Brandon, you know, texted Brandon Miller's like, hey, bring me my, bring my gun." Well, it, it could be like that. Maybe he didn't know there was a gun in there initially. And like, yeah, like when he picked him up, and then on the car ride, maybe Darius Miles is like, "Hey, I got my gun in here because I whatever, yeah, kill a girl later," and then, or you know, he probably didn't say that. But yeah. Then maybe they talked about the gun. I don't know. Very hard to speculate. I wasn't there. The lawyer also said though that he didn't uh, that Brandon Miller didn't have any contact with the shooter, right? I believe that was another part of the... Yeah, and they tried to dispel the rumor that like he had parked his car in a spot that would block the woman from being able to leave. They said he had parked on a street that wasn't even like nearby. So they tried to dispel that rumor that was going around. Well, is that true, or do we know? I, I mean, obviously we don't know, but that's what his attorneys are saying. But they are saying, basically, they are contradicting what the police report said. Because the police report had, I think, his car on the scene because it got struck by gunfire. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, like, it does contradict that. So what's going to happen? I don't know because the stepfather, you know, he basically, in this sit-down with AL.com, just asked the question that everyone that simplifies it ask. He brought a gun to where a person was murdered and he did nothing wrong, question mark. Jamea could still be alive. Which is, at the crux, just the facts. Like, if Brandon you, Miller had not brought the gun, she would not have gotten shot, at least that night. Yeah, when you boil it down to that, it had he not drove there, yep. had Brandon Miller not drove there, she would be alive. Yeah, that's true. Unless they found another way to get a gun you know what i mean yeah i mean like it, was the guy just like what was the intent i, like, I don't know what the argument he just wanted was. to kill her I, yeah it i don't was, i don't know they didn't they didn't know each other though right previously i don't think that's accurate maybe i they didn't know each other maybe i misheard but i thought that they were cameron do you know for sure about there that? was no, something to do with like another boyfriend or something yeah i was gonna who, say i thought there was did he have a thing with the the woman, and then the the boyfriend stepped in, or something, and there's another guy involved. I can't remember. The, I don't know the details. I didn't read it. Brandon Miller is knee deep in this situation. No matter how they want to spin this, we trust the DA and the work that they're doing. So the stepdad is saying like this isn't over, and Miller's still going to be facing 
investigation and charges. Is the stepdad an Alabama fan? I would say he's not anymore. The perception of integrity at the University of Alabama has been lost. It's kind of like the way this is being written. So, like, it it doesn't seem that uh, the journalist and the interviewee are Alabama fans at this point. Mm-hmm. It is kind of crazy that he was out there playing basketball last night. Yeah, when you consider everything. Like, just. But what a performance, though, huh? I mean, it really, truly is. I mean, the only thing that it, like, really reminded me of was Kobe. Kobe, when he was flying back and forth from his rape trial. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember that? Were you, uh, were you, uh, vaguely, yeah, I mean, a cognitive basketball fan at that point when he's facing his rape charges I in remember, Colorado? And I remember when it was going on. He's flying back and forth from the child to play basketball and coming out and playing. I don't think he dropped 41 efficiently like uh, Brendan Miller did last night with two well, clutch layups. Remember what but, I told you a couple days ago, it's that magic. You need that magic. This could be Brandon Miller's magic. He's mentally tougher than anybody on our team. Oh, yeah. Our guys can't even handle getting yelled at by Barnes. Yeah, I know. This guy's facing possible charges. Or is he? I mean, that we, I don't think we know. We don't think we know what? If he's facing possible charges. I, I feel like he might be. Maybe he yeah, feels all right at this point. Like, his lawyers probably told him, his, oh, buddy, you're fine. His lawyers have probably assured him, like, you're not in trouble. You're going to be okay. Nothing to worry about. This season is stained in Jamia's blood. After what this coach said, for us as a family, this season is staying in the blood of Jamia Harris, and it's not ever washing out. Coach Oates crossed the line Tuesday. He said they prayed at practice. They were not praying for Jamia. They were praying for their own players. Mm-hmm. Heard well, requests. I mean, obviously. Heard requests that Oates never again utter the name of Jamia Harris, and especially the name of her surviving son, until Oates calls the parents and offers the mother condolences in her daughter's death. Has he not done that? Apparently not. Feel like he probably should have done that. Yeah, yeah. Then he goes on and talks about Ray Lewis and just how ridiculous it was that Oates tried to call Ray Lewis and just like... (laughs) Oates really messed up. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. When you read the story, like, I mean, it's... It is hard not to like kind of get zapped back to reality because, again, the sports fan in me sees Brandon Miller do this last night. And you're like, wow, that's one of the legendary performances. And mm-hmm. then you get snatched back to reality like, oh, yeah. Probably shouldn't have even been out there. Nate Oates probably shouldn't be on the sideline right now. I'm not saying Nate Oates should be fired, but if I'm Alabama, we got to re- – do we not have to like represent ourselves better? Well, that's what, that's what I'm wondering is where has the university been in all this? Like what does Nick Saban think? <clears throat> like Nick Saban is Alabama. Mm-hmm. Like he is, like for be- for better or worse, and there's been a lot of good and a lot of great. And like, say what you will about Nick Saban, for the most part, he has been a good representation of Alabama. Yeah, I mean, he's had a couple players, you know, get arrested and such, but like, there haven't been any real scandals, especially when you consider the the stakes they've been playing with, with you know, high level college football to have a 15 year, 17 year run like they've had of dominance and being elites, very rarely do not come with like some major hiccups off the field. Like Kirby Smart's been at this for what, six years, seven years? And he's had a whole bunch of it this offseason? 
Yeah. Yeah. It's like a cat like Justin Fields and the whole racial thing, which, I mean, that was a black guy. Like, Alabama hasn't even even had to deal with that. No, Saban, I mean, he's running a pretty good program. There was the Cam Robinson thing. Yeah, that was like, what, him getting called a gun or (laughs) what was that? He had a gun. Like, that's the only one, like I said. That wasn't like a big deal. Like I said, like, you had one guy get arrested. I mean, like, I'm I'm sure he had had a couple couple of DUIs and stuff here and there, but nothing, nothing that stands out. Right. No, I mean, no recruiting scandals either, really. I mean, like, again, for 17 years of, of being at the face of college football, it's well, kind of impressive. I would like to know what Saban I would, about. too. I would like somebody to ask him. I mean. Yeah, no, I, 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 I'm sure he would not say anything. I'm sure he would, you know, defend the shield or defend the, the emblem, defend the A, whatever you will. He's and not like, going to j- go out of his way and, like, jump out to make a statement. Correct. Only, uh, he's not going to put down NATO because, like, they share the same building and, like, he's not going to do that. But, like, I do wonder how he genuinely feels because this falls not just on the basketball program. This falls not just on the athletic program. This falls on the entire school. Yeah. And quite frankly, not to be dramatic, but it's going to be what a lot of people think of when they think about the state right now. Like, I mean, it's a big – well, it had such a good reputation before. I mean, the, the University of Alabama probably did, though. I mean, nationally. I mean, it didn't have, like I said, any scandal that was really having to cover up or, you know, it didn't have any any off-the-field issues that were very bad, and they just did a lot of winning, and that's kind of what they were thought of. The only news about Nick Saban right now is uh, ha-ha Clinton Dix joining the staff, and he said Nick Saban gave him his first ass-chewing. That's the only thing going on right now with Saban. I don't guess anybody's tried to ask him anything. And they probably won't. And he probably, you know, wouldn't comment if they did. He would offer condolences for the family. Cam Sinister Break. It's Talk Sports on Fan Run Radio. Hallelujah. I will say that... Credit to Rick Barnes and the boys for beating Alabama and keeping this very unlikable coach from having a chance of running the table and going 18-0 and because they look like they are poised to go 18-0 and in the conference. Well, 17-1. and Have they beaten Tennessee 18-0? and So at least we knocked that off. At least we got to be the one to give them an L. Even though they might win a national championship. Yesterday at the Big Orange Tip-Off Club, according to Grant Ramey, Josiah Jordan-James said this Tennessee basketball team has, quote, underperformed heavily in our eyes. We're at a crossroads. Our backs are against the wall. Okay. Thanks, Josiah. Tough talk. This is one of those that the message isn't wrong, but it's the messenger that I have a real problem with. The guy who's just not playing? The guy's just not playing. Well, maybe somebody should ask him that. Be like, if you're going to say this, why are you not out there? My knee hurts. Ouchie. We're at a crossroads. Our backs are against the wall. Which... You know, I thought we were at, we had a crossroad point a couple of weeks ago, but I guess now it's the official <laughs> crossroads. The backs are now. Sometimes you got to keep going the down the road, and there's another road you cross. Yeah, I think we're heading toward a dead end. Personally, just talking roads. 
again, the, the, the message isn't wrong. It's the messenger. How, how has this gone so sideways? How is this team still lacking leadership? How has this team not found a leader since Grant and Admiral? Which, shout out to Admiral. He got a, a multi-year deal with the Magic. He's finally officially, like an, an official NBA player. None of this two-way, two-way contract type of stuff. I don't know. I mean, it's just kind of the way it's been since they were here. And these last two teams have been good teams. They've beaten good teams, done good things, but they're not really – they don't really feel like teams that go far in the tournament. What do you mean? We just – same as last year's team, we kind of felt like pretenders to a lot of people. No, we didn't. We felt like a national championship threat last year to a lot of people. You've talked about that frequently, how many people picked us to win the title. I think you're doing hindsight there. Like I, That team did not feel like a I remember last year. I, I remember better about last year's team. I remember going into March, people were picking us to win the national title. But I didn't really believe it, you know. Well, that was probably just because you are one of the keep-your-cup-on fans. No, I, I think I'm nationally. Not. I'm not that. I think nationally people really bought into this Tennessee team, and I think in in our fan base, people bought into the Tennessee team with you know maybe with some reservations because of Barnes's history, sure, but like it wasn't necessarily doubts in the players as much as it was just doubts in Barnes. In my opinion, that's how I remember it. I just didn't really believe that we would actually. It's it's just hard to do. It's just hard to do. I mean, I don't think I would believe it if I was a fan of any team. Hard to do what? Win it all? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's hard even to like, the get to the Elite four. Eight. I don't think it's that hard to get to the Final Four. It's actually harder to do what we've done, which is be pretty relevant. <laughs> to, to, to for, fail be, every year. Be pretty relevant for 40-something years. I mean, I know we had some some valleys there for sure, but to be pretty relevant and, yeah, have never made a Final Four and only made one Elite Eight, I would say that's actually tougher than just having two good weeks of basketball. Maybe this could be the year. It's one of those things like if you put a 10-team parlay in, sometimes it's harder to go over 10 than it would be to go 10 and 0. Mm-hmm. We've gone over 10. Well, over <laughs> like 60. I know there were I don't know exactly when the final My parlays never go like that. Yeah. They're always like 8 and 2, 7 and 3. It's always very sure. Lop, it's not lopsided. I um I don't think we're going to do anything in the tournament, but I do think I'm ready for a change. So you're out on Barnes? Yeah, but not in the way that everyone else is. Like I'm not I'm not calling for his firing. I'm just You're calling I, for his retirement. It's just stale. You want him to do the right thing and step down. I just think it's stale. I think it's stale. And I know it it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, but what if you you get rid of him, you take a pretty big chance, you know? I understand that, but I think I'm ready for some new blood, new momentum, new type of basketball. I'm tired of watching these games. So you don't like the defensive philosophy? Not really. I like what Alabama does. It'd be fun. I kind of don't mind. Like, Alabama had that same philosophy last year and weren't very good because they weren't. I know, but, but it's fun to watch your team scoring. Like, you know how much fun we have in football versus – I mean, Barnes – a lot of fun in 2021, <clears throat> though. Hmm? 
didn't have a lot of fun in 2021. That was Heupel's first year. No, no, I'm just I saying, mean, like, we scored a bunch of points that year, too, but I didn't find that to be particularly fun. I found last year to be funner because we won games. Yeah, but also Heupel's been here two years. We're on year eight of Barnes, no, no, year no, no, seven. No. I'm not <clears> blaming Heupel. My point I was trying to make there is I think the offense thing is fun when you're winning. I think it would be not fun to go – like, Derek Dooley had the – his last year was, hey, we scored a lot of points. 2012, yeah. But you couldn't stop anybody. I did not have fun that year. No, I mean, that Troy game was not necessarily fun. That's my point. Is like, it it's like... fun if you win <laughs> and, like, you can, you know, dominate teams with scoring. But, yeah, like. Well, obviously, you got to play a little defense, too. Well, that's, that's – I think it's just ultimately you got to win. Well, yeah, that's the biggest thing. Because like, I was having a lot of fun in the regular season before this went off the rails. I know some people weren't because some people do want to see scoring, but I was having fun when we were winning a bunch of games. And Yeah, losing will really make you re- reevaluate things. It the, does suck to lose uh, and not score, though, to have to have both yeah. smack you in the face. Yeah, if that's, you're only scoring 62 points a game but you're holding teams to 40 still, I'm fine with it. Yeah. You know? Like if you're going to do the Virginia ball, do the Virginia ball. Well, is that what you're mean? Because you're saying I mean, you just said you just want something different because you want a different style. I'm of just play. tired of watching. I'm tired of seeing Barnes sitting in that chair, not calling a timeout while we're. I'm just tired of it. Do I'm, you think you'd feel the same way if we were three and one in our last four games? No, of course not. Okay. I'd be happy. So you think it ultimately still comes down to winning? Yeah, pretty much. Well, that's just my point. I am. It is kind of stale though. Even when we win those games, like sometimes it's. That that's why people always lack confidence in the Barnes team because like even when you do win, you have those Auburn games, you have those Maryland games, you have those Ole Miss games, where you have to fight and claw to win fifty-seven to fifty-four or whatever. <clears throat> I know not every game can be perfect. Not every it's never going to be a a completely fun ride, no matter who the coach is. Okay. I'm not even saying I want a new coach, really. I just, I want, maybe I just want Barnes to do something different. And he just doesn't seem to me like the kind of guy that's going to change. See, I just don't even think that's fair because we went to start shooting more threes the last two yeah, years. Yeah, but we don't make any shots. I understand. We don't have any offense. Yes, I understand scores. that. But like you said, he doesn't change. And I just told you he, we went from like a post up grind you out with twos thing to like, hey, let's shoot a bunch of threes. And, and no. part of that's personnel, right? Um, I mean, I well, I mean, yeah, you don't have a Grant Williams to dump the ball in the right. post, but also like we didn't have that in 2020, and he was trying to force John Fulkerson into being that guy, and eventually he's just like, okay, let's just shoot threes. And yes, it was because maybe you had some guards who you felt could do it, but well, he's never even at this time this year. Like I've seen him embrace the Zakai Kumwa, you know, pick and rolls much more than he ever had in the past. So like, I don't feel like he's being as stubborn as he usually is, is what I'm trying to give him credit for, I guess. He's never going to change his ultimate philosophy, though. Of yelling at players and, you know, tearing apart your guys and well, like, there, wanting to focus on defense the most. There's that. Yeah, yeah. mainly the defense thing is what I'm talking yeah. about. And playing great lockdown defense is cool. I mean, it's fun. I love watching us suffocate teams, but I almost, I just wonder if it, is possible to do that and also have some good offensive scorers, you know? Yeah, I do wonder, like, can you can you not dial the defense back 5% and ramp up the offense 10%? Yeah. Like, that would be Please. ideal. <laughs> you think I have a hunchback? Yeah, you have pretty poor posture. I always want to say something, but I just decide not to nitpick you. Is it because I'm leaning over, or do you think I just look like this? I think it's a little bit of both. 
I look like a hunchback. Yeah. Oh, no. Am I going to be one of those old guys that's, like, hunched I don't hunched think it's going to be when you're older. I think it's going to be, like, when you're 38 or 40. Your spine's already curving. You think? Yeah, I don't know if it's, like, the gravity from I your, so. I don't think your true. belly and shoulders weighing you down or if it's just you have... I think if I no, I think if I just lost weight, I'd be okay. I think that's what it just boils down to. Yeah, perhaps. You think I have poor posture? Definitely. What is posture? Should what, is posture? what should it, like should it, do I need to sit up straight? Is that what it is? I'm not saying you even have to do that, but like there's a just, there's a back on the chair, like you can sit like I do. Well, yeah, but I talk into the microphone. Well, I feel like I talk into the microphone too. I don't know. I hear complaints sometimes. You hear complaints about that, for real? Mm-hmm. From whom? Whom or who? Whom. You sure it's whom? Yeah. Mainly Bear. He says sometimes he can't hear you. I guess because you lean back too much or something. I don't know. You know how Bear is. Pretty shady that he would just tell you that and not me. Yeah, you know how he is. But I try to keep the microphone right in front of me to kind of accommodate that I like to lean, you know, sit. Is it good posture to lean back, though? I'm not really lean back. I'm just I'm just sitting naturally in the chair. My spine would be straight, I believe, for the most part. It's definitely not So am, over. am I, like, how do I do it? You might have to go a little bit on, to the side of the table. And, like, may, if you lean, but if your back is straight in the chair, then that's better for you than being hunched over is what I'm getting at. It's like if you're like this, your back is straight Do you really chair. think I have hunchback? yeah. Like I said, I've are you just to... saying that? No, I noticed it because my sister has the, my sister has it the worst, and you remind me a lot of her. You think I'm going to be one of those people that's like You're getting dangerous in a clock tower? You're getting dangerously close. <laughs> What'd you say? Living <laughs> in a clock tower. <laughs> that was a good one, Cam. Like the hunchback of Notre Dame, Cody. He lived in the clock tower. It's Notre Dame. I think in the. <clears throat> Movie, it's Notre Dame. Yeah, but it's Notre Dame. <laughs> it did. It was always weird to me. They didn't just call it Notre Dame. It Notre was, Dame's the American pronunciation. Is that is that the, is that the breakdown there? I feel like it is. Probably. Yeah. I feel Probably like the, 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 the French said it like Notre Dame, Notre Dame, and then it got here. It's like Notre Dame. We're in Indiana. We call it Notre Dame. I feel like that's what happened, but maybe not. Checks out. What do I do to correct this, you think? Do I have scoliosis, you think? I don't think you have scoliosis. But I think you're doomed. For eternity? I guess I'll just have to stay lean back all the time. Lean back, lean back. You know who that was? Who did Lean Back, the song? Yeah. You remember that one? Uh Uh-huh. Lean back, lean back. I don't remember anything else about it. Who was it? I don't remember. You don't know? No. I was asking if you knew. You're quizzing me and you don't know? No, I was asking if you knew because I don't know. Oh. Remy Ma. Huh? Remy Ma. What? Remy Ma. I don't think that's who did it. Terror Squad. Terror Squad sounds familiar. Mm Mm-hmm. Fat Joe. Somebody said Jordan kind of looked like Fat Joe. Do you see that? Dejani? Yeah. I think he kind of looks like a Nazi. Because he's bald? Well, and plus with the beard and everything. and the, yeah. He went to a Maryland game yesterday. Wearing Maryland gear, by the uh. way. Traitor. I don't support that. The, the two schools thing, multiple schools thing. 
I don't. Is he a Maryland fan, or is his dad a Maryland fan? How does that work? I think his dad's a Maryland fan. I think I think you can rap if your parents are a fan of another school. I don't like it. Now, when when Tennessee played Maryland, who was who? Who was he rooting for when they played him in basketball? I don't know. Like that to me would be a big tell. I don't know. Like if he was like, "Hey, I root for Maryland whenever they're not playing Tennessee." I would allow it because it, a it's Maryland. It's not like he's rooting for a rival or like some team that's like really great. Well, there's my parents didn't care about sports really, especially not any that weren't Tennessee related. Mm-hmm. So I never had to really deal with that. Well, and you're from here always. Yeah, there's some people that come, they go places from other places, and like, you know, it's the whole thing. Oh, my sister went to wherever. My sister went to Michigan and. My brother went to Virginia Tech, and I went to Tennessee or whatever. And so, like, they have all these different allegiances. I don't like it. I don't like it. I think you need to stick to one. I'm with you there. But my uncle went to Syracuse, and my brother was a Virginia Tech. He was the Virginia Tech shooter. You may have heard of him. Remember that one? Yeah. That was a big one for its time. What was that about? Oh seven. I don't know what the hell. Was you're that the about. first big one after Columbine? It's the first one I remember. What? The Virginia Tech shooting. I don't think it was the first one. We didn't go. We definitely didn't go. No, I mean years. I know there were others, but I mean the first big one that we remember. It seemed like there was about a ten year gap there, between ninety seven and oh seven, somewhere in there. I don't know. I think we were more focused on terror there for a while, and so we didn't get as many like yeah. school shootings. Okay, because we had to fight the Bin Ladens. Okay, remember Bin Laden? I do. Hour one of the books. Let's kick off hour two of headlines. Stick with us. <laughs> 